Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the 24th episode of the Grow Guild Podcast. I'm Eliza Green and I'm glad you're here with us today. The question I want to talk about today is a very common one. The question is, you just asked everyone you know. Like you went through your database, you scoured it all, every single name. You asked every single person for a gift and you're still coming up short for your budget. You don't have enough money. What do you do next? What do you do now? You have no one else to ask. How do you cover your budget? So... I want to talk about three things which often get missed. And I think these are the three things that can help. The first thing you have to do is you have to think of ways to meet new people. If you asked every single person in your database and you don't come, you're still coming up short, the issue now is a numbers game. In other words, one out of 10 people will say yes. And that one who says yes will say yes after you ask them four different times. Right? So... It's a numbers game. If you don't have enough money, you need more people to ask to get more no's. So you get to the guy who does say yes or get to the person who does say yes after four times. And you have to keep a a great attitude about it because you're going to get like 90% of the people who you ask will tell you no. You have to have a, a, you have to be able to bear that. You have to be able to withstand that. And it's very easy to try to just ask the people who will say yes. But in order to get to the people who say yes, you have to go through the people who say no. That's the first thing I would try is that you have to think of new ways of meeting new people. And you might want to you might want to do this something in-house, like host an event or a speaker or a workshop or a class or an activity or something which a- appeals to a broader audience than just your regular donors. Or you might want to think about what other organizations you can go to, which are similar, but not in competition, that you can kind of go and meet people at their events. I'm not talking about going in and handing out business cards, but I'm talking about organically, naturally meeting people and making these connections and maybe sparking a relationship. That is, that's the first thing I would try. The second thing I would try um, and it's not one or the other. I really would do all three of these things. The second thing that, that I think you need to do is realign your message. A lot of times we get stuck in the mindset of I need money because I have to pay bills. And when we meet with donors, that message flows through our body. It pours out of our pores. We, we, like, we need money to cover our bills. We need money. I don't know how I'm going to make bank. I don't know payroll this month. We need money to cover our bills. This is not a fun option. This is not a fun reason to give money. If you're a donor, you don't like to give money just to pay bills. You have your own bills. Everyone has bills. It's not an exciting. You don't see the change. You don't see the people that you're changing. It's really very, very, it's the worst reason to to fundraise. It's the worst reason to give. So when you meet with people, so you have to realign your message. You have to make sure that the message that pours out of your body language and it comes out of your mouth is not that we need money to pay bills, but rather we need money to change the world. And the way to find the verbiage, the language that resonates with donors is to first ask the people who already give. 
make take a survey, sit down with a dozen of them and ask them why they give to your organization. And they might tell you because you're so great and because I, I, I like you, because I trust you, because because uh, you're doing wonderful things. That's fine. Take that, write that down, but then just push them a little bit to ask them, tell them there are many worthy charities out there. Why us? There are lots of people just like me who you'd like. Why, why us? Why me? Why this organization? What, what made you give? What makes you give? Why is this important to you? Uh, and that's the second thing I would, I would make sure to do to, to realign your message. So your ask is in line with what the reason is for donors to give. Because you'll find something interesting. After you ask a dozen people or two dozen people what their message is, you'll soon to see a, a, a pattern. People give to an organization probably for like three different reasons, but that's it. You can ask a dozen people, you'll get three basic reasons of why they give to the organization. And those three reasons are the reasons why people will give to your organization. So you got to know what those three reasons are, and you have to make sure that it, it appears in your messaging and it appears in your body language. And the third thing I would do is I would make sure that you're keeping the donors you have. And, by, and you do that by regularly reporting to them. You have to share stories of impact. You have to share stories of change. You have to share how they're changing people's lives. It doesn't have to be hundreds of people. It could be just one person's lives. How this donor made a difference in one person's life. And these are stories which you need to be in touch with them probably once a month, once every two months at the most. I would not let more than maybe six to eight weeks. And the reason for this is because we have short memory spans we've short attention spans we don't really that doesn't really we need we need to be refreshed the feelings of why we give and if we don't do that with our donors our donors will look for this feeling of worthiness feeling of change feeling that they can make a difference they'll look for it at a different charity and that's part of the reason why why donors leave is because they don't know where their money is going they don't people give to make a difference and they don't feel the difference that they made so they'll try another charity to try another difference if anyone's ever told you that you know I, i'd love to support your organization but i don't have the budget for because i am supporting so many other organizations what they're basically telling you is that your organization is not important enough as those other organizations now how can that be all the organizations do great work how can your organization be less important to them the truth is what they're really saying is that your organization is important to them, but you haven't shown them how. They've given to you in the past, right? But they've stopped because they have other organizations that are asking. What they're basically saying is you have not shown them how they are making a difference with their money. And even though you are, as, as an organization, has bills to pay, I'm sure, but your bills that you have to pay are not as important as changing that person's life in that organization. And what we have to do is remember to keep the eye on the ball and and keep reminding our donors of the people that they're helping, of the lives that they're changing, of the world that they're elevating, the world that they're brightening. Now, I've listed these, these three items, one, two, three, which are first you meet new donors, then you align your message, and then you report to your donors. You report to your donors. I've listed them in the order of a cycle of a gift, which is first you first you meet a person, then you align your message with them you ask them for money and then you report to them the truth of the matter is as i said it's harder to get a new donor than it is to retain your old one so what you need to do really if you're already experiencing these problems you really need to work backwards you have to first you need to report then you realign and then you meet new donors so you have to really priority wise what's the next thing you do is make sure you're reporting to your donors regularly and um those of us who are on the WhatsApp group know that we do have a 
reporting, a GrowGelt reporting package to make it easier for you to report to your donors. And depending on your needs, the price varies. If you need less help, will be less. If you need more help, will be more. But we've worked very, very hard to systemize the entire process to make sure that everyone can be taken care of and at the same time while keeping it affordable because obviously I do recognize that you are all nonprofits and every penny is counted twice. So in short, that's my answer. You have to meet new donors, realign your message and report to your donors. And if you're already experiencing this, you need to start working backwards, reporting to your donors, realigning with your message and meeting new donors. Let me know if you need help on any of these things. In the meantime, wish you much success and go meet more people. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Grow Gelt Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at growgelt.com.